you're listening to Payments Innovation, a podcast dedicated to helping business leaders navigate today's global digital economy. Looking to learn about the latest innovations within fintech and payments? You've come to the right place. Let's get into the show. Thanks for joining another episode of the Payments Innovation Podcast powered by Currency Cloud. This is your host, Jeff Forkin. I'm excited, really excited today to be joined by Dave Matter from Marketa, who, you know, Marketa is doing a lot of really interesting things in the banking as a service space and card issuance. So, uh, Dave, I'll hand it over to you. If you could please give the audience a quick introduction of yourself and a little bit about Marketa, then we can take it from there. Sounds good, Jeff, and uh, glad to be on the podcast again. And uh, I'm Dave Matter. Uh, I've been with the Marketa team now for a little over six years. For the most part, they've been the uh, the chief product officer, but most recently been stepping into a global product strategy role to really kind of look at what the multi-year and global opportunities are for Marketa uh, in a five to seven to 10 year time frame. From there, I really, for me, from by way of background, prior to Marketa, I've really been in fintech from the start with helping the first digital bank with ING Direct with their deposit lending card products student lending with taking a direct-to-consumer student loan company public, working in investments with Citadel Investment Group and mortgages with Quicken Loans. And so I've transcended a lot of different areas of, of fintech, but have absolutely enjoyed you know, disrupting the payment card issuing space over the last six years with the Marquetta team. Yeah, great background there. Obviously, a, a depth of knowledge in these payments and banking and investing space. So, you know, what what are you guys what's your what are your new strategies that you're focusing on at Marketo? How are you guys staying on the bleeding edge and helping programs and fintechs, you know, keep up the pace with all the changes? Yeah, no that that's a great question. And uh, as you've probably seen from prior announcements, we've got some amazing traction, you know, happening with our our growing team in Europe. And Europe's particularly interesting in that you have a, an ecosystem that's somewhat different, I'd say, than the current environment in the U.S., and that they're very inviting is a word that I often use of UFIs or actually new depository institutions kind of into the into the banking ecosystem. And so for us, you know, helping to bring you know, modern card issuing, some of the fintech innovators that actually are banks in Europe has been a, a really exciting time for us. But then, you know, at the same time, you have some of those European Neo banks, challenger banks, digital banks, all the various categories within um, trying to expand their footprint globally as well, right? So helping support you know their growth um, into the U.S. Uh, while they get in line with you know, many others like Varo and, and and Square to uh, get various banking licenses hopefully granted sooner than later. And so it's been really interesting for us to help you know grow and scale new banks within Europe and having modern card issuing being part of their strategy, but also helping them expand globally while really kind of maintaining kind of one, one integration, if you will, and so that they don't need to deal with, you know, regional specific nuances, you know, their card issuance or the underlying issuing bank. Yeah. And, you know, for some of our audience who may not be as familiar at, with Marketa as as we are, uh, you know, could you just give some background on, you know, what Marketa is exactly? Because as I understand it, Marketa is really kind of a, an API layer that sits on top of the banking infrastructure that someone, uh, you know, a program or a fintech might need to get started. But I think if you could maybe unpack that a little bit, that'd be great. Yeah, no, for sure. And so Marketa is really a full stack core issuer processor and, and program manager. And what that means is we've actually performed native certifications with each of the payment card networks in the U.S. 
including you know MasterCard, Visa, Discover, and then the various pin debit networks like Pulse, Maestro, and Interlink. And uh, within that, we support the full range of various types of cards and card products, whether that's credit cards, debit cards, prepaid cards, and also both commercial and consumer variants in between. And so, you know, big differentiation from Marketa, both historically and even kind of building on the, the term API layer, is actually we, we there is no middle layers or middle players involved uh, between us and the payment card network. So we're right there to the metal. And so you may see others that actually just purely are API layers uh, that have been built on top of, say, you know, legacy uh, issue processors. And they're you know, ultimately beholden to you know, the service provider that they're wrapping for their API. And so we're in full control of our entire stack all the way down to the, the hardware that's connected to the payment card networks, all the way up to you know, our own API layer that's built on top of our own infrastructure. Okay. And how does Marketo work with the issuing banks? And you still have to work with a bank to issue cards, I guess. And, or is it different in, in the EU versus the U.S.? No, it is a little bit different. And so you're right in that, you know, Marquette is not a bank. And so in the U.S., uh, we partner with a with a palette of issuing banks uh, as well as within Canada. And so within those, we, we typically try to partner with banks that kind of have both the right DNA fit with Marquette as well as have the, I'd say, kind of operational understanding specific to some of the verticals that we go after, which include things like the on-demand delivery, expense management, alternative lending, and various forms of e-commerce transactions, whether it's online travel or other types of aggregators. And so part of it is you know, load balancing across our network of issuing banks, but also finding the right issuing bank partners for the specific products that are tailored towards the verticals that we're going after. And so the, the bank is really, for the most part, you know, obfuscated away uh, under our technology uh, in our company. And so our customers you know, interact with Marketa directly and at the end of the day, we coordinate you know, settlement and money movement with the underlying issuing bank. Now, you're right in that you know, uh, that varies a little bit uh, by geography, where in Europe, some of our customers are also their own issuing banks, just given the you know, kind of the environment that we were describing earlier. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a that's a trend um, that you're going to see expanding globally beyond Europe and other regions, including Latin America, as well as within Asia Pacific. That's interesting. So, yeah, you're seeing that. A lot of these, sometimes we're detaching these new EMIs or challenger banks are actually able to issue their own cards, which is you know a new thing. They're not beholden to these the, the traditional banks that have kind of had a uh, stranglehold on issuing cards for so long. Right, exactly. And you know what they're looking for, right, is is you know, infrastructure that helps support you know differentiated you know banking and payments products, right? And so that's where. Marquette is really purpose fit, not only for the you know, growing count of customers that we have here in North America, but also supporting the growth of various fintechs um, and banks, as we mentioned earlier, within Europe. So can you maybe delve into that a little bit and explain, you know, what are the capabilities that Marquette brings to the table for these these new challenger banks that would be to make it much more advantageous to work with you versus trying to go out and work with an issuing bank and kind of patch together things? Right. I think, you know, the first piece is really, you know, time to market. And that's incredibly important for, you know, really any fintech so that they can, you know, validate kind of their their product thesis, if you will, and get that in front of customers to be able to iterate, really dial in their products. And so, you know, time to market is important, not only for our customers, but for Marketa. And so that's a kind of a core focus for us. But, you know, outside of the time to market, you know, they want to be able to offer, you know, various types of, of form factors uh, of payment credentials. 
you know, whether that would be, you know, virtual cards, you know, physical cards, and obviously extending that to tokenized payment cards to leverage things like, you know, the digital wallets of the world. And so really trying to, you know, for instance, just even on account signup, kind of shifting that paradigm of, you know, sign up, you know, wait for approval, and then clock ticking, you know, five, seven, couple weeks, business days until a physical card comes in mail until you can actually experience that product. And so really reducing that time for customer onboarding, where they're able to sign up for an account or for a payment card and immediately have that payment credential be provisioned and programmatically injected into a digital wallet. So within minutes of actually signing up for the account, um, that account can be funded and they can start transacting, whether it's an e-commerce transaction or an in-store transaction. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of things from there, Jeff, you know, really kind of branch from that. And, you know, whether it's, you know, our palette of, of robust um, spend controls, you know, our just-in-time funding capability puts our customers in the driver's seat to really drive things like their own type of loyalty uh, and rewards programs. Okay. And so it really allows them to kind of rethink, you know, what's possible with their payment card products. Yeah, that's that's really good. I think, you know, the loyalty stuff especially is, is you know, being able to kind of give the the program or the the challenger bank the ability to you know offer their own or, or kind of be creative about the rewards could be a huge advantage especially with yep. millennials wanting to have those things yep exactly and, and you know you see you know various companies that kind of insert themselves into digital banking from different wedges right so you may have some companies that you know start from the you know, kind of the deposit side or the debit card side you have some that start from the you know the lending side or some that come in from investments uh, or some that start from peer-to-peer transfers. And really, you know, within kind of each of those wedges into banking, um, you know, modern payment card issuing has a really good kind of fit with them to both kind of inject themselves into banking, but then also we can help support, you know, adjacent products as they start to really kind of build out a more holistic type of uh, banking offering. Yeah. And this is the Payments Innovation Podcast. So what, how does Marketa do, I don't, you don't really touch the funds as I understand it correctly. What, how do you help your customers with uh, payments, both domestic and globally? Yeah, I think, you know, part of it, uh, as I mentioned, is, you know, working with, with companies that, you know, have a, a, a global roadmap and global expansion. And, you know, historically, what you've seen is that based on a given country or, or a broader geography, they either need to find a regionally specific provider or with a given provider, they may have a different type of integration, you know, a different type of schema uh, on a country by country or regional by regional basis. And so kind of, you know, normalizing that so they have kind of one integration in one schema. And so that behind the scenes, you know, as they grow and they expand globally, um, yes, there would be different types of banks, if you will, kind of under the hood, and there's different types of regulation. But, you know, we kind of obfuscate that away from, from the, the technical integration and so that can really remain constant regardless of, you know, which continent or country you're trying to grow on or which type of products you're actually trying to launch within that region. Got it. So, yeah, getting back to, I guess, how we started the conversation is really this banking as a service is what Marketa is providing, where you can just build on top of Marketa and then you don't have to really be too concerned about the regulatory aspects region by region or going out and getting these banking relationships. That kind of comes all in the package, right? It, it really does, and I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that topic up. And that you know that's also a uh, an area of popularity these days with kind of banking as a service, or you know reimagining, or hopefully uh, core banking systems. 
And really, you know, for us, you know, we're really yet to see something kind of on the banking as a service or the core banking side that isn't really just taking kind of legacy, what I would call like pea green screen functionality and kind of in air quotes here, uh, putting them in the cloud. I mean, yes, there's you know probably some you know, total cost of, of ownership opportunity by doing that, but but what we're yet to see is really you know, something that's enabling or kind of reimagining the banking products of the future and the infrastructure to support that from a banking as a service or core banking system perspective. And so, I think you know what really what I'm saying, Jeff, is you know the definition, if you will, uh, of what a core banking system is. I think it's already evolving, and I definitely see that evolving much more in the next three to five to seven years. And mm-hmm. so, you know, for, for Marketa, yes, absolutely. As we started with payment card issuing and modern payment card issuing is really core to our focus. But, you know, under the hood, you know, really what we are is we're a general ledger and accounting system. Mm-hmm. And so there's various forms and various things that you can plug into that. And we've had some, you know, great traction going deeper into alternative lending and really trying to, I'd say, shift the existing kind of paradigm of credit and credit cards and how those are managed. And so if you kind of go into the the balls of credit and credit servicing, we believe there's a, a tremendous amount of opportunity to really rethink credit and credit card products of the future and the infrastructure to, to support them. And so that's just another example where, you know, for us, kind of extending from that baseline of a core GL and accounting system that has modern card issuing capabilities as we look for other adjacent opportunities that not only are related to modern card issuing, it really starts to kind of uh, rethink actually what actually is a core banking system. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. And I think you see that a lot. Even now the the banks are starting to, to kind of get smart to this. You know, we've been noticing you know, from our side at Currency Cloud is you know, a lot of these sponsor banks, there seems to be more and more of them every day who, you know, they might even have someone, another, a, a fintech that's built an API and a, a API layer on top of the bank. And now they're, they're free to go out and basically create these programs and the programs go out and bring on new corporate accounts to the bank or new consumer accounts to the bank. So it's kind of a win-win for everybody. And I could, I could see where you're going is the future is you know if I even if I'm a large corporate I don't want to go to my online bank I just want to have an API into it right exactly yep yep and so even kind of the concept then of you know what really is a bank for corporates right you can still you know sign up for various types of accounts and it's great to see others like you know Brex recently kind of getting deeper into the kind of the bank account side but you really don't kind of have this concept of you know kind of a headless bank right where it's you know it's, it's purely purely api and you know we've gone from from branches to you know to the internet and to the phone and so that's good but there's still still ahead to it right and so you know purely just exposing banking infrastructure to companies and in, in fintechs i think it's still you know a tremendous opportunity and you're right it's been great to see you know what currency cloud's been doing and, and they're effectively you know helping kind of building part of that plumbing to be able to connect banks globally and I think they're also very positioned. If you could imagine, you connecting into things like the Marketa platform and what that would create. Yeah, exactly. That's something that you know we we're definitely interested in looking and exploring with you guys. Is if there's a way to connect into the Marketa platform from our from our banking as a service? Because I think there are a lot of synergies across across what we're doing. Dave, is there anything else that you wanted to highlight today uh, before we wrap up? No, I think it's you know it's, we we've talked a bit about you know Europe, but I think it's also interesting to of look at what else is going on, especially in Latin America. And you know, I think for us, you know, Latin America is, is very interesting, not only as a growing market, but 
kind of see what's happening in lending, especially in regions like Brazil, where things like interest rates are not regulated. There really isn't the you know, equivalent of, of FICO you know, in the region. But you know, meanwhile, you have challenger banks or, or banks like, uh, like New Bank launching it in that region. And so we see a lot of opportunity, especially in the alternative lending space in Latin America. Asia Pacific is also just you know, uh, very ripe, I think, for new fintech products. And some of the trends that we see within Latin America definitely evolve around, or I'm sorry, in Asia Pacific, uh, revolve around expense management. And mm-hmm. so you know, whether that's for you know, larger enterprises to have bigger connections with payments kind of outside of their ERP systems, but you know, really kind of filling that you know, SME to uh, SMB cohort and really supporting the growth of, of startups. And so a lot of amazing opportunities globally. And, you know, if we feel we're, we're pretty well positioned with not only our footprint that we have here in North America and riding our exciting wave of expansion into Europe, but to start looking at some of these adjacent opportunities. Yeah, I think you're right. There's a ton of opportunity. North America is a great market, but there's, yeah, Southeast Asia is, is not going to stop growing. And, and LATAM's always been on the, on the roadmap, I think, for everyone. Uh, that's just, that's a difficult market to crack into. But I think getting, getting back to what you said about interest rates, you know, that's, that's really interesting, too, is because we have this uh, negative interest rate environment in some of these countries in Europe now. Right. And I think Switzerland, for, for example. So we're seeing some, some interest in somehow the customers in Europe wanting to actually sweep funds into a U.S. FDIC account and get an interest-bearing account. So that's, that's something that we're seeing on the horizon. Yep, yep. If you could get you know, paid for a mortgage uh, in, in somewhere within Europe, uh, but then also be able to kind of leverage that against a higher interest rate for another account in another country. I think that's, again, it's, it's, it's a trend that I think the, the borderless you know, nature of payments that you know, hopefully we as a kind of collective ecosystem would be able to kind of normalize some of the, the regulatory environment, I think really helps each consumer or each business in each country really get the benefit of a product in a region that's uh, purpose fit for their needs. Yeah. Well, Dave, again, I, I really appreciate you coming on. Really exciting what Marquette is doing. You guys are tearing down tons of barriers. So I uh, appreciate your time and let's talk soon. Are you guys, gonna, are you going to be at Money 2020, by the way? Yes, the, the team will be out there. So we'd love to connect uh, down in Vegas. Okay. Let's plan on doing that. But yeah, thanks again for your time today. And uh, we will talk soon. Sounds great, Jeff. Always a pleasure. Currency Cloud is an online payments company that makes international money transfers fast and simple for businesses. We're building a borderless future where international transactions are seamless for a better user experience. Discover the world's most trusted payment platform and our toolkit of developer-friendly APIs at currencycloud.com. You've been listening to the Payments Innovation Podcast. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe now in iTunes or your favorite podcast player. Thanks for listening. Until next time.